What do you want to be when you grow up? Do you ever remember people when you were younger asking you that question like over and over again? What do you want to be when you grow up? I, I remember that as a little boy. What do you want to be when you grow up? And when asked this question, some kids respond, a doctor, a nurse, a firefighter, a pilot, you know, whatever. My response, I want to be a superhero. As a kid, I loved imagining myself as a superhero. I loved, you know, like dressing up as a superhero. Like one of my favorites was Superman or Spider-Man. And I remember just, you know, in my mind, just play acting as that superhero for hours sometimes as just a little kid. It wasn't until years later as a priest that I realized how my desire to be a superhero is in fact a very Christian thing. But it also begs this question, at least from me, which superhero among all of them then best fits the Christian life? Which is most compatible or which is the best model to inspire us? Because superheroes are meant to, to inspire us and to save us. Well, please indulge me for a few minutes as I consider a couple superheroes in order to get to the point of today's message. Batman. Batman did not have any special superpowers. He used the sheer force of his will and the conditioning of his mind and body to realize their highest natural potential. To become a hero who fought against the bad guys and for the good of the people of his city, Gotham City. Good. But this is not enough. If Batman was our model for the Christian life, the message would be that a Christian can do the work of saving his or her soul and saving society, humanity, by the sheer force of our will and, you know, and, and, and by our own powers, our own human powers. This is heresy. This is an early church heresy called Pelagianism. Pelagianism held that Jesus was just a really, really good teacher and righteous man, not God. All Jesus then really could do for us was, and he did, show us the best way to live our lives as human beings. But he cannot save us and get us into heaven because he is not God. That's up to us. In this heresy then, a human person can effectively save themselves by their own works their own natural powers. No grace from God is actually necessary. Only the example of Jesus. Interestingly, this heresy is still around today after the church fought hard to put it down. There are many in our world today, even Christians, who either don't believe in God or as Christians don't rely upon the grace God has given them to save their lives and the lives of other people. They busy themselves with everything else other than God. That is heresy. 
Superman. Superman had incredible superhuman powers, flight, strength, x-ray vision, pretty much invincible and perfect. What if Superman was the model for the Christian life? Well, this would be akin to adopting the thoughts of modern philosophers, philosophers like Jean-Jacques Rousseau and Friedrich Nietzsche, who I had to study when I was in seminary because all seminarians towards priesthood had to first get a um, bachelor's degree in philosophy before they're allowed to study theology. So I studied these guys, and they do not believe in God, and they held that there's nothing essentially wrong with you. You are not fallen, and you are not in need of anything outside of yourself. And you can see, even if you never heard these guys' names before, how they've influenced our society. Well, this too is a heresy. While we are made for greatness, and we have great dignity as human persons made in the image and likeness of God, we are also fallen human beings who are in need of God's grace. We are not supermen and superwomen without God. But with God, all things are possible. Iron Man. Tony Stark is just a human being with a lot of resources. Like, he's a billionaire and he's brilliant. And how many of these types of people do we follow in today's society? You know, like sports stars and movie stars who have a lot of money and a lot of influence. There's our superheroes. Well, Tony Stark, he creates a super-powered suit that gives him flight and strength and firepower. The suit is what makes him super. This also is not Christian. Grace isn't something that a person puts on and takes off. In fact, some Christians try to do just that today. Sometimes they live the Christian life, and sometimes they don't live it, based upon changing circumstances in their hearts or their lives. Grace, God's grace, is meant to change us from the inside out rather than just act as a piece of clothing or armor that we choose to wear or not to wear on any given day. I could probably go on and on with each superhero and show how all of them fall short as models for us on how to live the Christian life. But perhaps the hero that comes closest is Captain America. Steve Rogers, he's a man who has natural goodness, but he also has deficits. He strives for virtue and integrity, but lacks the necessary strength on his own to fight for the good and overcome evil in the world until he is given the so-called super soldier serum, which takes everything that is good, already good within him, and amplifies it making him more than he could ever become or ever do on his own. This perhaps is closest to the theology of the human person. Not perfect, but closest. Follow this. We've all heard the phrase, grace builds upon nature. 
When we were baptized, baptized into Christ, grace gets into us and remains in us our entire life. Grace gets into our very nature. Then, if we allow it, God's grace can build upon our nature, elevate it, make it more holy, make it more like Christ, more capable of becoming the person God created us to be and to do all that God calls us to do to become saints. To become the superheroes our world and others around us desperately need us to become today. But the key here is that we have to allow, because we have freedom, we have to allow God's grace to be activated within us. We have to choose to use God's grace, which is always in us, to change us and to give us the power to have a transformative effect upon the world around us. Captain America used the serum or if you will, the grace given him for good. We can use the power that God has has given to us at our baptism and gives to us every time we gather here to receive him and his power and his presence dwelling on us in the Eucharist for the good of the world around us. We can also choose not to use this power. This power that is greater than any power in the world. But use the time God has given us and the many gifts he has offered us for our own good and gain. Listen. There is no greater power and thing that we can do with our lives than to save a soul with Jesus Christ's grace. To save a soul of another, let alone many souls. This is something what we hear in today's first reading from 2 Kings chapter 5. Elisha, as a prophet, is a type of superhero who is called upon by God to heal a man, Naaman, who is not of the Jewish faith, he is pagan, when Elisha heals him, not by his own power, but by God's power, he accomplishes what all of our powers which come from God are meant to realize. The healing brings the man into belief and worship of something greater than himself and the things of this world. Into faith and relationship with God who created him. Then this healed man takes his newfound faith in the one true God, to the people of his own country. And doing so, the greatest good for all humanity, salvation in God, spreads to other parts of the world. Superheroes, real superheroes, are never meant to exercise their power for their own gain, but always for the good of others. Same with us as Christians. God gave us his grace first to transform us from the inside out so that what comes out of us isn't our fallen humanity every day. God's grace builds upon our nature. 
God takes our humanity, albeit fallen, each one of us, and not only clothes us with his grace, his grace gets inside of us, making us his sons and daughters, redeemed in Jesus Christ. Christ's spirit dwelling in us. We don't, we're not supposed to put it on and take it off as it fancies us. We take all the powers he gives us to become the saints, the superheroes, that we were born for just such a time as this. And we use these great gifts to fight against the evils of this world and to bring all peoples to the only one who can really save them and help them to become all that they can be by God dwelling within them. Friends, just like I somehow knew when I was a kid, we're all called to be superheroes. God's super, superheroes. Not the world's version of it, fantasies, right? Real superheroes. Saints. Who use the great power God has placed inside of each of us to transform us so we then can transform the world and the people around us and then heroically lead as many people as possible in our lifetime to the place where they will be completely healed, completely made whole, where they will never suffer again the weaknesses of their lives and be happy and fully alive forever together in the presence of God in heaven. This is what God calls you to do, to be his superheroes. This is what it means to be a Christian. 